Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is April 17th, and this is episode 185. Hopefully, you guys are having a great, fabulous Monday so far. We've got some exciting things to talk about today, some important things to talk about today going on in the news that we'll touch upon couple important things that I think are going to be relevant going forward. Uh, but as always, start by looking at our macros. So Bitcoin and ETH over the weekend, not a whole heck of a lot of trading, not really a ton of price action. We have continued to see this slowdown slash uh, potential retrace continue to, uh, you know, pop its head out of the water. We are looking good for continuation lower as far as the medium terms are going. Macro right now, as far as close yesterday, you know, we're starting to see our market liberator pinching off. We're seeing the wolf pack starting to push back a bit. In no way, shape, or form are we looking for a triple confirmation back down as far as this weekly goes. We're only looking for upside continuation overall. But that retest, obviously, that won't change anything just as we saw it back in here in the beginning of March. We obviously pulled back from 25 into 20. Um, something similar to that is essentially what we're looking for here. A one week, two week type of deal. So potentially over the next two weeks till the end of the month is kind of what I'm thinking going into May. We're probably finding support base again, wherever that uh, level may end up being and looking for continuation from there. So yeah, really nothing on the macro has really changed here. Um, obviously, we're still in a very strong upside uh, trend. Yeah, nothing really changed from the last couple of weeks. We start to dig into our more midterm macro daily three day. Three day still absolutely has tons of strength left in it. You know, we haven't like extended our medium macro oscillators or anything in that regard. We do have some daily bearish divergence now shown up on a chart, at least on Bitcoin, Ethereum, not so much. Um, we're seeing overall the bearish divergence, but in the shorter term, I mean, there's a couple signs here. It's very, very close on Ethereum, the money flow being the most obvious one in this case. Bitcoin, same result, right? We've seen another higher high with lower highs going on in the uh, indicators. So, you know, from what we can expect here, the um, same numbers as we talked about last week. 28.6 is the key level right now. If we're going to see 25, we need to get closing candles below 28,600. If we can't achieve that, if we just go into 26, 26,500, we hold that level. It'll be essentially the same thing as we saw during this uh, accumulation phase at like 25 from before pumping. It's hard to see on this higher time frame, uh, but also between 28 and 27 as well. So if we continue to bounce around, we can't break through that key level support. We may end up seeing everything turning back up from that point and going for another extension to the upside. At this point in time, that happening is actually potentially less likely just because of what's going on in the news, what's going on with the divergences. You know, it's still a possibility that we hold it um, because I, I truly believe that like the bulls want to hold this 28.6 to 30k level at all costs. Um, they don't really want to see a perfect retest. They want to see a, a bullish retest holding above the key level and looking for continuation. Uh, we start to get down into our 12 hour, eight hour, right? We're already seeing triple confirmations. You've got divergence. Um, this is this was around 30K, um, another potential starting entry for a short. 
But, you know, because it's going against the macro trend and everything, if you don't feel comfortable taking this, you know, as we've seen the last couple of times that we've tried to short it, it just doesn't, it's not working out. But the fact that this stacked up again, you know, we may actually be looking for some strength in this move. We can see over here. Again, Ethereum holding up much healthier than Bitcoin in this case. The strength in this asset right now is strong. The uh, Shanghai upgrade that we had just, I believe it was last week. You know, obviously we were expecting some sort of sell-off. That hasn't happened yet. I think a large part of the reason why we didn't see a sell-off was because the break-even price for those staked assets was around 2100 So I think what people did, obviously instead of selling at 19.5 or, you know, right at 2000 they were like, well, we don't want to lose money. We've made, obviously, we made ETH in the staking process. So if it gets up to break even, maybe I'll sell the reward for the staked assets that I that I made at the break even price, keeping the rest either staked or restaking in that case. That's what I would do, you know. So that makes a lot of sense to me. We obviously came up to twenty one hundred. We were seeing resistance at this level. We're seeing bearish divergence type of deals stuff uh, going on up here in these medium term, short term timeframes, and you know, more than likely, still looking for uh, rejection retest of those previous levels. Ethereum being a little bit trickier here, I think, you know, as far as downside uh, ideas go, I still think we're looking into the 1650 to 1750 region. It may be a little bit higher. We may end up sticking closer to 1780 as far as retest goes. As the, the equation that I usually use is that for every $1,000 BTC drops, ETH moves down about $100. So if we only get to 28.6, you know, we're probably looking only around... 2000, 1980. If we can get below that, if we can hit 26, 200 one more time, or if we can get that lower low in the medium short term uh, with bullish hidden, hidden bullish divergence or something, right around that 25.9 or 25.5, um, potentially then that's a four. Yeah, that, that puts us closer to our 1650, 1750 type of region. So in order to get those prices on ETH, we'd be looking for basically breaking below 26,800, 26,800, 28,600. Both of those levels coming in important here. Taking a look at S&P 500 today, we've had some things happen. We're still pushing up as far as these shorter terms go, right? We're not essentially breaking through that resistance level yet. So yeah, we've, we've touched into this region a lot in the past. We still haven't closed anything above. Today's one day close is above, or at least the hourly is above it right now. The four hour is not, the eight hour is not, the daily is not. Everything's closed on that level. Again, you know, saying that potentially more than likely we're going to see rejection in this level. It's more likely than just absolutely smashing through it right now with this topping pattern going on, volume typing, uh, dropping off, all the potential stuff here. The fact that we've extended this move all the way from the bottom at 39.20, you know, 41.20 was probably like the real level of top. And then we've extended to squeeze uh, short positions before this thing actually reverses. And this is usually what we do. We hit the, you know, the organic top, all the retail ends up jumping in around the top we get this small extension move smart money is continuing to sell into uh, the retail traders right now makes sense makes sense that we would come back back test something around four thousand potentially thirty nine fifty 
um, and look for support on a higher low for continuation to actually pop through this thing. If, you know, everything continues to, yeah, we, we won't talk about uh, potentials here today. For now, the whole pattern in itself still bullish overall. We really want to see this thing break into the green weekly money flow and hold itself there. If we can get above this level, we close into the green, you know, things may change. But for now, we're still looking for that retest. Let me pull up these couple things of news that I pulled out today. We've got some important things kind of highlighting on what's going on in the back end. Exchange Bittrex violated federal laws. The SEC, the SEC charges in lawsuit. So it looks like Bittrex, as of today, is going through some potential lawsuit coming up. They failed to register as an exchange broker or clearing agency as far as the SEC is concerned. Um, they're alleging that the exchange simultaneously operated a national securities exchange broker and clearing agency in violation of federal statutes. Former CEO Bill Shiharia, Shahara and the Bittrex Global GmbH are also facing charges. Bittrex worked with crypto issuers to delete problematic statements that the SEC would investigate. So yeah, basically this ad, this article is highlighting that Bittrex is in some deep poo-poo. We'll have to see how this continues to break down over the next possible couple days, couple weeks, couple months. We know that the SEC likes to move nice and slow. Obviously not good for the overall short-term, mid-terms of, of Bitcoin. These things, you know, I don't think Bittrex is big enough really overall to have a massive effect on the space. But we'll definitely, this should add to the volatility in the market right now and uh, continue to do so. The next piece of news is that the SEC lays its cards on the table with assertions that DeFi falls under the security rules. So basically what they're saying here is that the U.S. Security and Commission, the SEC again, you know, starting to poke at DeFi, decentralized finance. They're saying it could be thrown into the expanding definition of what makes a securities exchange um, in the latest move to formalize what Gary Gensler has been saying. Crypto belongs in the securities world and will be regulated that way. Yada, yada, yada. So they're trying to get DeFi under this umbrella statement of basically, you know, it's a security just like any other crypto, yada, yada, yada. They, you know, it's just terrible. Not a whole lot of good information going on in this article. Otherwise, just the fact that they're, you know, they're targeting this, they're openly talking about it in the news. Um, we definitely should be keeping our ears and eyes on what's happening here in the overall. And lastly, crypto stablecoins might need limits to avoid disruptions to financial stability, warns the Bank of England. Regulars may need to face, sorry, regulators may need to introduce limits on the use of stablecoins in payments to prevent potential threats to financial stability. And officially, the bank warned. The Bank of England's assessment is that over time, the financial stability risks should be manageable, including risks from the impact on the banking system. Basically, they want to see limits on Tether. They want to see limits on USDC so that their system doesn't get quasi taken over. You know, all the dollars are turning into Tether dollars, but it's like, that's, I don't know. It doesn't really make any sense because every Tether is backed by real dollar, supposedly, right? We've been over this a lot over the last couple of years. Most stablecoin reserves are not 100% at, you know, their asset, their other cryptos they're stuck like there's other things holding the value up rather than just dollar to dollar base so again you know nothing really crazy to come out of this right away this is just their thinking like they're they're not calling for 
you know, this to happen tomorrow. But them bringing up this issue potentially leads into something later. You know, uh, <clears throat> something to keep an eye on, again, just with what's going on in uh, the crypto news back end of things. Yeah, so other than that, Bitcoin more than likely looking for continuation lower over the next couple of days. These medium-term timeframes would seem to be agreeing that continuation is more likely. Uh, the four-hour and the one-hour trying to get some sort of bounce here. If we see the converging wave, uh, secondary converging wave, I guess, maybe even with some hidden bearish divergence going on uh, from our last lower high here uh, from yesterday. Basically, uh, I'd be looking for a retest of previous support right around 29,900. If we're super lucky, if, if it's really weak, 29,740 or something like that, if we see that retest rejection, uh, more than likely looking for break below this low here. We can see that we have, overall, we have some hidden bullish divergence going on from the previous lows back in the beginning of April. But as far as this current low, lower low, um, there's no bullish divergence going on in the current shorter term uh, format. We do have potentially a head and shoulders going on here that has broken down. If the retest happens, it's looking for some sort of bear flag continuation step down into that 28.5, 28.6 region. That's where it'd be pointing us to. Again, we have key level support coming in there. More than likely, not just going to bust right through it. On the first tap, we're probably going to get down to 28.5, 28.6. Look for another retest, um, potentially up into around 30 one more time. Uh, if we again get another continuation, lower high, hidden bearish divergence, anything along those lines, you know, then we're looking for more than likely the break below. If we do just bust it here, we're still going to need to retest it as now resistance uh, before seeing continuation lower. It's back by bonds, not dollars. Thank you, Jonas. Thank you. Yeah, other than that, I mean, it took a little bit longer than I think we were expecting. As always, um, Bitcoin is continuing to push down right now in these medium short-term timeframes. Uh, continuation in those timeframes is very likely. Overall macro, again, we're, you know, we're looking for a retest, high or low. If we hit 25 and we start smashing back up to the upside, you know, that was it. That was your retest. In bullish environments, the bearish downside retests are very short-term. They don't stick around that zone for very long, right? It's, it's going to be a quick thing. It's just going to get as close to it as it can and, and uh, probably bounce right back in towards 30 as fast as possible. There's a lot of bullish support going on around 30 right now. There are big, you know, uh, there is big money buying in these levels. So that's that's what I was that's what I would be thinking. Basically, quick retest, get it over and done with. Yeah, and we'll have a much better chance of actually breaking above 30 this next time around. Now that a lot of the sell pressure's gone, right? The fact that it held support so strong. If it does come down, a lot of that sell pressure should dissipate and we shouldn't have an issue into the into the 30 to the 31 levels. Um, couple things on the side. Link sitting above eight bucks right now. Still looking very healthy. Obviously, we've been uh, coiling here pretty much since uh, April 2021, April, May. Interestingly enough, you know, that's same. We're in the same months that we were two years ago uh, when this thing finished breaking out you know a lot of times interestingly enough um these patterns seem to replicate so you know the end of that bull market 
um, from 2019 to 2021 ended in April and May. So are we potentially starting the new bull market here now in April and May again? You know, speculation? Possible? Very likely. We can see money flow, right? Absolutely stacked to the max below the zero line here. There is, it's coiling and coiling and coiling and coiling, building up pressure and support at this level, right? Link's been holding between five, like 580 and conservatively $8.50 for almost a year straight. When this thing actually does break out of this falling wedge, you know, we're going to see rampant price action. Like I'm talking big, fat, juicy candles um, going into that. The biggest thing we need to see here is a close above $9.50. That's the local high. That's the resistance high. The trend resistance, all of, all of the above comes in at $9.50. So that's the level I'm looking for to get broken above before this thing goes crazy bullish in that direction. Doge continues to push up from when we started talking about it. It is sitting at around uh, 9 cents right now, 9.2. Exciting stuff. Money flow looking absolutely fantastic here. Weekly looking good. We're holding up on a very important support line. We're bouncing and turning up from this level. I'm still expecting exciting things. Nothing about Doge changed here. You know, we're building this base as we have multiple times in the past already. So just something to keep your eye on. Again, not telling you, not financial advice. Don't throw your house at Dogecoin. That is a dumb idea. But if you have extra funds, you have $1,000 laying around, $2,000, you know, potential just just one one more asset that you can add into your portfolio if you don't already have dogecoin i don't you know everyone is probably you know thinking oh well we're gonna need some big news or we're gonna need some sort of catalyst for this thing well did we need a big catalyst in 2017 did we need a big catalyst in 2020 obviously like you know elon musk helped the price of this um a lot throughout the pump but you know, with potential integration into Twitter, with everything else that's going on with their developers, like I, I don't know, I definitely, I see some, uh, some huge potential with this guy, just as we've seen three other times in the past. Yeah. So we covered the news. We covered the price action, covered the S&P. I guess lastly, we'll talk about the US tenure and the Dixie. What do we see going on here? Continuing to see bounce off that key level major level support at 101 on the dixie potential short-term rejection here potential retest higher low um both of these charts seem to be holding support right now and looking for continuation of bounce up um again this helps with our idea of the assets um taking a bit of a tumble this should and more than likely will be a short-lived uh upside type of rally whatever you want to call it the U.S. tenure is forming out a pretty nice bearish head and shoulders going on here. We may be potentially forming out our last part of this thing, which is uh, that lower high shoulder formation. Once we actually have real candle closes below 3.42% of the U.S. tenure, um, that's more than likely when we'd be looking to break that level, take the step below 32 and the next key level is going to be coming in around 2.8, 2.75. From there, Dixie has to break below 100, essentially, to see anything dramatic. You know, we can play in around here and around 100, but once we actually see closing candles below 100, that's when I'd be looking for, you know, a much larger 
type of waterfall effect, you know, fear going into it and uh, basically crippling <laughs> the US dollar index. So we'll have to see how this plays out. But for now, overall, continuation to the downside overall, medium term, short terms continue to come up a little bit here. These coming up, again, pushing Bitcoin down, hopefully getting that retest, these topping out, them turning down, Bitcoin turning back up, holding key level, major level support, and looking for continuation, uh, more than likely going into uh, May. Yeah, May next month. I guess lastly, we've got a very, very important meeting coming up on April 20th. That's only three days away. That's going to be coming up on Thursday. You guys can check the events tab in the Triple Confirmation Discord for the uh, for the exact time of that meeting. Um, it is our one-year anniversary party for Triple Confirmation and the trading bot. Um, very exciting announcements coming out on that day for everybody. Big news, big stuff we're excited to bring to you. So if you can be there for Thursday, we would appreciate it if you are. And as always, make sure you guys check out TripleConfirmation.com. If you haven't, if you're listening to the podcast, you've never heard of our stuff before, you've never seen our Discord, um, head over to TripleConfirmation.com. Check out the trading bot, all the information that we've got. We've got bundles and bundles of, of anything and everything that you can think of how the ball works, how to set it up, our team, everything in between our mission statement. We've got a bunch, a bunch of good stuff. And it's going to be huge, absolutely huge. All right. With that all being said, I appreciate the heck of you guys for taking the time to listen. As always, make sure you have a great rest of your Monday. And we'll be back here uh, on Wednesday to give you an update on what's going on throughout the week. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Take care. Bye-bye.